Hey, it's HPG. This is the podcast, Living My Breastless Life, the show where we hear about my journey to heal while battling cancer, being a wife, a toddler mom. We're going to cover all things real life. We learn what it really means to heal no matter what we go through. In season one, you will hear some of my story along with episodes featuring my occasional co-host, Martha, and some badass guests. There will be humor, life hacks, tips and tricks, and further proof that truth can be stranger than fiction. On today's episode, it's my pleasure to have Martha. Koshmider, and thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. So when I was on chemo, I spent a good bit of time on TikTok, looking around at different things, as you tend to do on TikTok, just get kind of stuck going down rabbit holes. So I went down a makeup and skincare rabbit hole, and I found Martha. And I loved her content, and I was really interested in how to care for my skin because it was so dry after um, being in surgical menopause, and chemo affects every fiber of your being, including your skin. And when you go through chemo and you lose your hair and you start to lose your fingernails like I did, you really feel like you know, who am I? You just kind of disappear into this world of true survival. And, you know, when you feel like going somewhere, doing something, you're just like a a shell of yourself. And I have to say that chemo really affects your confidence and your appearance, um, in addition to how it also damages your skin. So I was really happy to find Martha and I reached out and said, hey, I see that you offer makeup classes and skincare classes. So how do we do that? So that's how I met Martha. Oddly enough, I'm married to a Martha. So Martha, tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, Okay. Yeah. So... I don't know how long ago that was, but probably more than a year now, wasn't it, that we last spoke to each other, so really happy to see you again. But yeah, so me, I'm a makeup artist, as you've probably all figured out by now. I was trained in Poland, so a lot of my techniques and uh, style in general is quite a bit different to what I see on TikTok, Instagram, social media in general. Uh, So I think that might be what really attracts people or attracted them in the first place. I do offer makeup classes online. I do offer, I obviously produce content, just normal free content on TikTok and on Instagram. I do client makeup on a regular basis and I do bridal makeup as well. And currently working on a series of eBooks on skincare and makeup as well. So stay tuned for that. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell, yeah. 
Well, I think you do wonderful work. I can't wait for folks to check it out. Thank you. It's really amazing. I appreciate it. And so where are you located? I am currently in Manchester because I I don't think I told you, but I moved about two months ago from Nottingham. I was in Nottingham previously doing university and doing all my work, as obviously, as well. Uh, and I just decided after graduation that it's time for a fresh start. So now in Manchester. Awesome. Congratulations. So many of people that I've talked to are making these life changes just going after their happiness and just doing things afraid so to speak and I love it everyone I talk to seems to be really in the focus of making positive changes for themselves and stepping out on a leap of faith it is such a such a time for me as well I think that I do talk a lot about on my TikTok but after um, kind of my uh, you know journey with abuse that I had in the past, sexual abuse, I think about six months ago, I decided it's time to really focus on me and my future and my mental health and kind of my career as well. So that was another part of me moving to Manchester. I'm living on my own for the first time. Uh, I've got an amazing flat, an amazing building. Uh, The career is really, really kind of going well in the right direction. So I'm just really happy now, yeah. I'm so happy for you and I'm so privileged to know you and to to be witness to your story and sharing about your mental health this podcast part of the reason I created it was to talk about the things that people don't talk about yeah and in ways that people can cope with things that go on in their life and I think when I found you I had very little control of my life it was dominated by chemo medications managing side effects losing literally every hair on your body it just I was so I felt so lost and I think it was kind of how I coped like this is something I can control this is something that I can do this is a routine that I choose with the skincare routine that you recommended and I suffered from chemo brain really significantly and I still do and I wrote it every all of your suggestions and steps on a post-it note and put it in our bathroom like a.m. and p.m. and I followed it very you know daily and it became a part of my routine and it was fun and I still do it to this day so thank you for that no thank you you're welcome I would like to ask you if you would like to share some simple skincare tips for folks who have dry skin or mature skin I'm gonna find a different word for that one day and label it (laughs) um yeah yeah, when you do please let me know I will you'll be the first (laughs) to know so if you could just share like how to care for skin that is dry or has changed and maybe your top three suggestions for folks with dry skin or really sensitive skin yeah absolutely so I think that dry skin and uh, sensitive skin is kind of my forte uh, just because as selfish as it sounds I've got really dry skin and I always had Uh, and it's just the first kind of type of skincare that I got onto for you know selfish reasons Um, and then when I started getting the education and makeup I obviously went on to all the other types as well Uh, but I think 
people really uh, there is this misconception with dry skin that you are just supposed to you're not supposed to do a lot so you don't really or sensitive skin as well you're not supposed to do a lot so you don't fracture it so you don't make it worse um so i think that uh, and it's simply not true because dry skin also needs needs exfoliation uh i dare to say maybe even more so than oily skin at times um it also needs acids just the right types of acids uh and the right obviously percentages so i think that figuring out a really good and delicate routine um is really crucial to to how your makeup looks and just how your skin looks on a daily basis because i think that dry skin is also one of the hardest to kind of um fix with makeup if that's mm-hmm. even a thing uh because obviously with i don't know oily skin or large pores you can try pore filling primers or whatever lots of powder to make it not shiny uh and you can kind of work with that whilst with dry skin slapping on more foundation is not going to do anything because it's still going to sit on top of those dry patches and look really bad so skincare is a must um so i would say that definitely any part of good skincare obviously you need to cleanse every morning every evening um i heard somebody talking about that you should not be cleansing your face because you're stripping it of natural oils or something and you shouldn't be doing that at night it's just not true um double cleansing getting rid of all that kind of uh, dirt and pollution that sits on your skin throughout the night and throughout then the day is really crucial uh with any skincare type uh skin type and uh but then for specifically dry skin i would say exfoliating twice to three times a week i do three times now but i was building it up so i started with once a week and then twice and now i'm up to three and that's just how i'm maintaining it um and exfoliating with gentle chemical exfoliants so that would be maybe a mandelic acid serum uh mandelic acid is the most gentle one of all acids it's very good for dry skin mm-hmm. um and so maybe trying to find a lower percentage mandelic acid serum and using it in the evenings because in the mornings acids don't like the sun in general so you want to use any acids that you use in the evenings Um so trying that uh first is the first thing I would say stay clear of any physical exfoliants any scrubs anything like that this is going to fracture your skin especially if you also have sensitive skin so just like a gentle mandelic acid maybe lactic acid is quite gentle as well then another must I would say hyaluronic acid serums Hyaluronic acid even though it is an acid it's not an exfoliant uh it's the type of acid that hydrates your skin from the inside and every single person with dry skin every single person in general i think should implement it to their skincare routine simply because um moisturizer helps you with the outer layers of your skin so it helps smooth out whatever's on the outside um but it's like a short term effect you need to be using it every single day evening night uh, evening and morning whilst the hyaluronic acid um is what hydrates the skin from the deeper layers of the skin uh and it kind of boosts it to produce more collagen more hydration in general so 
when you then exfoliate and the outer layers of your skin kind of I don't want to say fall off but you know you get rid of them then the skin that comes out is more hydrated and healthier from the get-go so it's a lot easier to take care of that already more hydrated skin so a hyaluronic acid serum is what I always recommend I use it morning and evening every single day uh, and then obviously not going to surprise anybody a good moisturizer um, I think the best ones that I've tried so far for dry skin that also don't make you very shiny and oily are either Embryolist Moisturizer, the Inkylist, uh, the Inkylist Water Cream or Tatcha Water Cream. These are kind of my top three uh, that I would recommend to anybody with dry skin. And okay. honestly, just keeping to those three steps uh, is really going to make a difference. So the Mandelic Acid Serum. Yes. And the hyaluronic acid. So those two serums and yeah. the ones that I have are in little bottles and you just squeeze the little top and yeah. use it very sparingly. Yes. Another important thing also with hyaluronic acid uh, is that a lot of people don't know that, but you're supposed to use it on damp skin. So not completely wet. I normally uh, just spray a little bit of toner water on my face from like a spray. And then I put the hyaluronic acid serum on, on top of it. So they, they're like just little bottles. My daughter mm -hmm. is fascinated with the, I call her mama's potions. Cause she's only two, but she'll like, she's just fascinated by my vanity <laughs> area. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, you know, just to be honest, when I heard like the word acid, I thought, Ooh, that sounds harsh on dry skin. Mm. And after you and I communicated and you educated me about it, I tried it and it really did help improve the skin from the inside out. You know, I guess it's just what you learn when you're younger. Like I was using those scrubs and the, exfoliants yeah. with the kind of like sand texture and yeah. it was really irritating the skin and making it worse. The serums were really helpful and using a gentle cleanser morning and night and a good moisturizer morning yeah. and night really, really helped and it improved like I had a lot of redness related to the medication I was on and it, it did improve that and yeah, yeah, that's something that you just, you know, when you get a little older, and I'm not old, but when you get a little older, <laughs> no one tells you about, oh, well, your skin's going to change in menopause. Yeah. Or, you know, obviously, when you're fighting cancer, maybe some people don't think about it, but I definitely yeah. did. Um, I've tried to take really good care of my skin, and um, I was talking to my college roommate yesterday, and she said, you know, when you went every day for your internship, your hair was a mess, but your makeup was always on point. So it's just always been <laughs> something important to me. Um, I talk about on um, one of my episodes about when I woke up from my mastectomy, I wanted my lipstick. And mm -hmm. that is a sure sign that I'm feeling okay if I want my lipstick. So wow. it's just something that's important, important to me. It just makes me feel better. I don't do it like for anybody else. It's totally yeah. for me, you know. Um, so yeah, and that's how it should be. Honestly, I feel like uh, I've had quite a few uh, clients recently that uh, also talked to me about the survival of like sexual abuse and how I kind of my story, my journey, and me being open about it helped them 
kind of one one lady even told me that she uh, left a relationship um, and went into therapy an abusive relationship uh, and it honestly made me really like really emotional obviously but at the same time all these girls all these women um, they just want to feel confident again in their own skin and even though these are two very different journeys fighting cancer and you know getting back from from abusive situations trauma Mm -hmm. it still takes away a very big part of what makes you you and what makes you feel beautiful Mm -hmm. uh, and confident and I feel like it's really important that we, we we fight to get that part back Let's take a little break and get right back to the show. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch by heading over to According to HPG on Instagram and be sure to tell your friends about the show. There was a time when I thought I could record, edit, and publish everything myself. Seeing as this left me very little time for anything else, I started to lose the standard of quality I was used to. Then I found Jay. In less than a day, the show went from so-so to amazing. Don't sacrifice quality for mediocrity. Check out the podcast mechanic and take your sound to the next level. Connect with Jay today at the Podcast Mechanic on Instagram. Let him know HPG sent you. And now, back to the show. I think that there needs to be, you know, a a focus on... You know, your physical appearance is expressive of who you are. And yeah. people on healing journeys are often like, who am I? Who am I now? You know, I've been through so much and how do I want to show up in the world? And, you know, some people really like to express themselves by makeup. And it's, help. it's yeah. it can really increase confidence. And it's something, you know, to do. It's something to focus on, something to play with. Yeah. Um, have fun with and just figure out how, like I said, how you want to show up in the world as a, as a healed person or healing a person on a healing yeah. journey. So Absolutely. Yeah. So what about, speaking of makeup, like what are some makeup tips and tricks that you recommend for folks who have really dry skin or as you said, like you said, fractured skin? Yeah. Um, yeah. Could you share some makeup tips? Absolutely. So I think that, as I mentioned before, with dry skin, it is quite tricky because you can't really cover it up and fix it with makeup itself. So you really do need to start with that good skincare routine. However, there are things that you can do that are going to make it look a little bit better and more natural and make it a bit easier. Because a lot of people with dry skin, for example, don't wear foundation because they are just worried it's just going to look you know, separate or sit on the dry patches and look really bad and, and, and fake, let's say. So I think that first the foundation application and the concealer application that I see uh, most people do on the internet, most influencers promote 
uh, it's just not going to work for people with dry skin, with mature skin, uh, for a lack of better term so <laughs> far. <laughs> um, so uh, what I like to do and what, what I do on all of my clients, not even dry skin clients, um, I start with concealer. First of all, when I pick my products, I pick my products very carefully and I pick the products that are lighter in texture. That doesn't mean they don't have coverage. It means that they are more liquidy in texture. I think it's the easiest way to explain it. Uh, instead of their more thick cream-like consistencies, obviously I stay clear from powder foundations or powder products in general. I only use a little bit of translucent powder in the end to mattify everything and make it stay in place. Um, but I focus on the creams and really kind of lightweight creams. And I think that with foundation and concealer, there is this misconception that it has to be thicker, high coverage if you want to, I don't know, even out your redness or even out, I don't know, cover some blemishes that you might have. Uh, it doesn't. You can use uh, pot concealer, for example, before your foundation, just to spot conceal only the very single singular places that you want to cover. And it doesn't have to mean that you are putting this entire mask on your face. That is just not going to look good on a dry skin person, especially. Mm -hmm. So I think that doing that before your foundation, um, then I use the under eye concealer. Uh, I use it by picking it up on a brush first and I simply tap it underneath the eyes uh, just because you use a lot less product that way, um, which is really, really important with dry skin. You don't want to create that layer of product that is mm -hmm. going to sit on top of your skin. You want to kind of m all of those products to melt into the skin. So you want to use as thin layer as possible. So I'm starting with the concealer underneath the eyes on a brush, tapping it in. If you need to, you can then smooth it out with a, uh, with a sponge to make it melt in even more. And then I use foundation and I start applying the foundation from the outer part of the face, uh, from the part of the face that are maybe not moving, not creasing, so not the smile lines, not underneath the eyes where you already have concealer. I start just from the outer parts. Um, and then I blend it in with a sponge inwards. And that way, and I obviously, I do not put any foundation where I already have put concealer previously. So that way you can not only use usually twice as little product as you would use the other ways, uh, but you also are not focusing that product in the center of your face, so like your nose and your smile lines where it usually tends to be the most dry mm -hmm. uh, or like in between your eyebrows, um, which then, so you only are just blending what you put from the outside part, outside parts of the face, you blend that inwards. So that kind of creates that very nice thin layer that then melts into the skin. So I would say that these are the application process and the amount of products that you use is kind mm -hmm. of the most uh, the most important when it comes to dry skin. You yeah. don't want to use brushes and like be very kind of harsh with the brushes because you can then fracture that dead skin or dry patches that you've got. Uh, you just want to use tapping motions at all times just to make it all melt in instead of kind of pulling it around your face, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, so it sounds like the the texture of the product needs to be pretty thin. Yeah. And apply with like brushes and use like light 
flight application. Sometimes you see makeup videos where they're just called feet in the face. You know, I've heard that. Uh, I heard our influencer say that years ago. But it sounds like just being gentle in your application and use of a thin product. You know, using a concealer with like a makeup brush, a very small makeup brush was a new concept for me. So I found that yeah. to be really helpful and it doesn't tug on your skin. Um, exactly. And, and stretch actually, those wrinkles out. <laughs> actually, a fun fact, but I've just seen, not that long ago, I've seen Selena Gomez's makeup artist talking mm. about that very same technique of applying the concealer with a brush with a tapping motion. And my heart just melted. I was like, I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, you do, Martha. You definitely know what you're talking about. <laughs> so it sounds like we... We've got the found, you know, the foundation or the quote-unquote base covered. Um, like, you know, you see people using like like powder to quote-unquote set, and you touched on earlier like a light, real translucent. Lucent. Tell us about the application process for that. Um, so I want to say that powder, when you mentioned baking, I'm cringing because, <laughs> I mean, baking is a very, like, very good technique and it's been, you know, present in the makeup world for years and years and years, but it is mostly and was originally used for film and TV and photo shoots. It's mm-hmm. a very camera uh, ready technique. Uh, and then somehow along the lines, it just became an everyday thing whilst it never should have and mm-hmm. it's not. And if you have really good skin um, and great skin routine in place and not a lot of you know texture and problems, it's gonna look, might look great on a day-to-day basis, but it is not really great from the skin, for the skin. And for most people, it's not gonna look good either. Um, so I would stay clear from baking uh, on a daily basis unless mm-hmm. you do have a photo shoot, although most people would go to a makeup artist if they have an actual photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, uh, I would use definitely a translucent powder, a loose translucent powder, just because colored powders tend to accentuate your texture, your wrinkles, your you know pores, uh, but specifically your wrinkles and fine lines and the dry patches. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be using colored powders on dry skin or mature skin. Uh, I would start with a translucent powder. Uh, You can use a powder puff uh, and just dip it into that powder, then tap the excess on the back of your hand and then tap it underneath your eyes. I don't know why I'm showing like this with my fingers right now, even though nobody can see me. (laughs) Yeah, but like it just happens. Um, But I would use the powder puff to do that, but tapping the excess on the back of my hand first. Or I would just use a really nice uh, fluffy brush. I would pick up some of that loose setting powder and just set my makeup that way. Or what I tend to do is mix the two, is I set the under eyes with the powder puff and then the rest of the face, I just kind of tap a little bit on a bigger fluffy brush with a little bit of powder on. So yeah. I found that to be really helpful and you can find really inexpensive translucent powder. And I found that to be to be really helpful as well. It didn't sink into the fine lines. It didn't like mm. show, you know, accentuate them. It just kind of set the face. So you offer makeup and skincare classes like you and I did yes. about a year ago. 
tell us how to find you. Um, okay, how to find me? Uh, I think my main platform is still TikTok. Uh, you can find me on TikTok uh, at Marfas underscore makeup. Um, and it's the same tag for Instagram if you want to follow me on there. Uh, and on my TikTok, I've got obviously the bio that everybody has. And in the bio, there's a link to my all the services that I offer as well. So you can sign up for my makeup classes there. The ebooks are going to appear there as well. Uh, all the products that I recommend are also listed there. And you can just buy them from there, check them out with one click from there. So yeah. I'll make sure I add that to the show notes. I do one thing before we go. I want you to just briefly touch on how the content of the products need to match. That's what, that's the <laughs> video that I saw of you. And I was yeah. like, that's genius. How did I not know that? <laughs> A lover of makeup for my whole life. Like, how did I miss that? So can you briefly touch on how the product ingredients need to match? Absolutely. I think that was my very first viral video that kind of brought a lot of people onto my platform. And, you know, sometimes there are those things that to me as a makeup artist seem a little bit obvious or like everybody knows that. Like, I, I, I can't be talking about that because like that's just not no news, you know, but yeah but then you do and turns out people don't actually think of that uh, on a day-to-day basis or don't know about it so yeah basis of products what i mean is that your uh base product so your primer your foundation and preferably your concealer as well they all should have the same base so all of those products are usually water-based silicone-based or oil-based and you need to think about that when you're buying your buying your products, that those bases are the same because otherwise they are going to separate on your face. Just like when you put water into oil or oil into water, they separate from each other. They obviously don't mix. It's going to happen. The same thing is going to happen on your face, um, especially if you use a heavier hand uh, or if you use like a lower kind of uh, quality product. So you do need to think of those bases if you don't want your makeup to kind of separate. Um, and yeah, that is literally that is literally yeah. it. And that is the reason a lot of people found me. So that's how I found you. And then I looked at I yeah. started looking at my products. I remember sending you like a comprehensive list of like this is water based, this is silicone, yes. this is oil. Like I just did not know. I didn't think about that. I think we get caught up in maybe trends or products that are like quote unquote viral and we're mm. more interested in the product than like and like the projected outcome of the yeah. product and we're not thinking about like the practicality on our skin because we're looking mm-hmm. at it on somebody else so Absolutely. I think that I just did not know that I was like wow hmm. you know I've been a social <laughs> worker for 20 something years I don't think about like the makeup you know like we're all like oh yeah. everybody knows that like you said earlier so thank you for sharing that and y'all yes. can find Martha at Martha's Makeup on TikTok and Martha's Makeup on Instagram and I'll link this in the show notes Martha thank you for being on the show today it's lovely to connect with you again and thank you so much for inviting me it yeah. was really great awesome well I hope you have a great day and thank you so much we'll talk soon Thank you. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Living My Breastless Life. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a review, download, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Go get your mammograms. <laughs>